0: while the UN humanitarian office has reiterated that Gaza is facing a public health disaster. The health ministry in Gaza has said its supply of vaccines for children has run out. It's called on international organisations to deliver more vaccines urgently. 85% of the population of Gaza has been displaced by the war with Israel. People are living in overcrowded, unsanitary shelters. Heavy rain overnight in the region has caused further anguish for Palestinians in Gaza as the shelters balloon to overcapacity. Many are in makeshift shelters. Or sleeping rough. Nabal Farak of the Palestinian Red Crescent spoke to the BBC. People are lacking food, water, electricity, and medicine, as well as fuel. And this is also affecting the situation of the health system, which is literally collapsed after a majority of hospitals went out of service. And those who are still operating barely can provide the minimum medical services. Well, Israel is continuing to come under pressure from key allies. The U.S. President Joe Biden has criticised Israel's indiscriminate bombing in Gaza. Yesterday, Mr. Biden said that defeating Hamas should not come at the cost of innocent civilians. We have made it clear to the Israelis and are aware that the the safety of innocent Palestinians is still of great concern. And so the actions they're taking must be consistent with attempting to do everything possible to prevent innocent Palestinian civilians from being being hurt, murdered, killed. Now, despite those comments from Mr Biden, he reiterated that Israel could count on the support of the United States. For more on this, we are joined from Jerusalem by Philip Crowther, Crowther from AP. Kia ora, good morning, welcome to the programme, Philip.
1: Hello, thank you very much.
0: Can you bring us up to date with the latest on the fighting in Gaza and the deaths being reported on both sides?
1: Yes, on both sides, particularly today, with a deadly ambush in a dense urban neighbourhood in northern Gaza on Israeli troops. This was in a part of the Gaza Strip that the defense minister, Yoav Gallant, uh, had described as having only pockets of resistance. But this does seem to indicate that there is still some significant resistance from Hamas. The Israeli military says that uh, troops lost contact with four soldiers, then staged a rescue operation, but that they were ambushed with gunfire and explosives. This led to the deaths of nine Israeli soldiers, 10 altogether in one day. That's one of the deadliest days for the Israeli army uh, since uh, its military operation in Gaza uh, began. Uh, This is despite continuous airstrikes that they are still uh, losing soldiers. It's 115. You know, members of the Israeli military military who've died since this war began. Of course that number pales in comparison to the huge amount of Palestinians who have died since the start of Israel's war against Hamas. It's the Hamas run Ministry of Health that gives out those numbers and it says it's now over eighteen thousand six hundred.
0: And what about what are the authorities in Gaza saying about the humanitarian situation there?
1: Well, it's very serious and it's very dramatic. Uh, You mentioned uh, the rain earlier. Uh, That has made an almost indescribable situation even worse. Uh, Very heavy rains, particularly in southern Gaza, led to floods in some of the tent camps that have been set up in that part of the Gaza Strip. Um, Just to explain the geography of the Gaza Strip, essentially uh, people have been told by the Israelis to go as far south as possible. They were told to evacuate the north then to evacuate the central part of the Gaza Strip and now move to the furthest part south near the border town of Rafah on the border with Egypt. And with a huge amount of Palestinians amassing there now, you also have to take into account that Egypt is only accepting a very small amount of refugees per day. In other words, there are a lot of people in a very, very small space inside of what was already a very small and densely populated Gaza Strip.
0: And has there been any reaction uh, from Israel in the sort of change of tone and language, uh, including from President Biden with his comments there and the UN General Assembly vote as well uh, back on the agenda?
1: Yeah, it's been acknowledged uh, by the uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today. He acknowledged the international pressure, but despite that, he says, we are continuing until the end and nothing will stop us. Certainly not, it would appear, an international outcry and an emphatic call at the United Nations uh, yesterday for a humanitarian ceasefire, and the criticism from U.S. President Joe Biden doesn't seem to have affected uh, Benjamin Netanyahu much either. These were quite strong words coming from Israel's main ally when the U.S. President talks about indiscriminate bombing. Now, this is likely to be discussed in person uh, in the next two days when the White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan uh, travels to Israel. He will be meeting Benjamin Netanyahu, Cabinet, and they will presumably be talking about when this war might end and when Israel might be willing to end it, but also how it can limit this huge number of civilian casualties.
0: Thank you very much for your time this morning. That was Philip Crowther, our correspondent from AP there.